This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Good and Talk. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series, and specifically the Arsenal News Show. I hope you're doing good. I hope you are well and uh, and keeping well ahead of what is just under or just over a day away from our next game. Thank goodness. It's been a long week. I might actually be thankful to see Arsenal play a midweek game next week ahead of the Manchester United game, although saying that it's going to be a tough one and we're going to be talking about the changes at Old Trafford again uh, ahead of our trip to the northwest. It's going to be a very, very difficult trip now. We all know the reasons as to why, but there are some other things that we need to discuss before we get on to all of that goodness. Please make sure you drop a like on today's video. Good morning to everybody in the chat box, to Matt, to Kaiser, to Mike. Uh, we've got Mohammed, we've got Bruce, we've got Social. Uh, we've got uh, Carl in the chat box. We've got uh, Louis. We've got Oakley. So many of you guys uh, in the chat box, as always. Pablo, Terry, Canoe, Anukrit, uh, Rich, Kevin, uh, Chris. Sorry, I can't read out everybody's names, but thank you so much, guys, for tuning in, as always, and continuing to support the channel. Um, let's crack on, though, as always, and telling you to go and subscribe to the Arsenal Way. There will be a show there at 9.30 this morning. I won't be there, but you should still tune in. Uh, there will also be no show tomorrow at 8 a.m. I am out, um, and so therefore we'll be in London tomorrow morning. Uh, so there will be no show uh, at 8 a.m., but there will be a show pretty much straight after the game tomorrow. I'm not working tomorrow either. I've got the day off, and whilst I can't get to the game itself, I can do a show pretty much straight afterwards. So there should be a show on the channel straight after tomorrow's game hopefully i'll also be having a chat with harry simu this afternoon so there'll be another show for you guys to tune in uh, to today as well so make sure that you've hit that notification bell so you get told whenever we do a show let's crack on though with our first story <laughs> oh yes oh lovely stuff um if you ever if you ever have a bad day, if you're you know experiencing a bad period as an Arsenal fan, you can always rely on Tottenham Hotspur to uh, to cheer you up. Um, 
<laughs> it's as simple as that. Mura, a, a village of 11,000 people that could fit into Tottenham Hotspur Stadium at least five times, uh, possibly even six times now thinking about it because they added those extra seats to beat the Emirates. But I think it's just five times into the toilet bowl. Um, <laughs> oh, let's all laugh at Tottenham because they get battered everywhere they go. It's as simple as that, really. Anyway, on to the actual proper news. Um, Eddie and Ketia. Uh, Charles Watts has been reporting on his own channel regarding the future of Eddie Nketiah. He says he's not playing any Premier League football at the moment, hasn't played a minute all season. So if a deal can be done for Eddie in January, then I don't think they're going to stand in his way. And this is certainly interesting because, of course, following Balogun is a player that we know needs to be playing more regularly. He's playing currently youth football and needs to be getting more minutes. And if we were to lose Eddie Nketiah in January and send Balogun on loan, with Aubameyang off to the African Cup of Nations, it could leave us very, very thin and very, very light on the ground regarding our striking department. It's a position that we need to be more careful about. It's a position that we need to take quite seriously. And if we are going to lose three strikers in January, which could be possible, there is the possibility that we may need to move things up uh, in, in that winter window. I doubt that everybody, I, I doubt that both Nketi and Balogun will both go if we don't bring anyone in. Although we have done sillier things. We'd have to wait and see. Martinelli can, of course, play there, I suppose. But you don't want to leave yourselves too thin on the ground in that area, especially how important of a season it is. Now, Marco Asensio, again, rumours have returned, uh, claiming from El Nacional that the Spaniard is interested in a move to Arsenal. Arsenal would be uh, moving quite well for an attacking midfielder because at the moment they've only got Emil Smith-Rowe and Martin Erdegaard who can play that number 10 position or should Mikel Arteta choose to move to that 4-3-3 again, they've only got those two to play the number eight position. So Asensio could fill that spot. He also can play in wider areas, either right or left as a wide playmaker. And he would add some creativity and goals from midfield to Arsenal's squad. Depending on the fee, which we imagine to be around the 32 to 35 million pound mark, it could be an intriguing deal that Arsenal would do. I've talked about this on a number of occasions. I would be open to it, but I still think Arsenal have got some priorities in striker and central midfield that are more important than going for Asensio at this moment in time. Now, uh, Romanian young striker, his club have turned around in Romania and said um, that he is going nowhere and that the interest from Arsenal, they have heard nothing. In fact, they're talking about saying, if Arsenal are interested, they need to send a fax through uh, to let them know that they are interested in signing their star young boy, Anistoika. Uh, this was previously reported a uh, this week. I think it was earlier this week we discussed this. But the uh, Romanian side have claimed that there is nothing in this deal. It seems a little bit panicky. I'll be very honest from their side of things. It seems like if there is reported interest, they're a little bit annoyed that this has come to the fore and this is being publicised and they wanted to kind of, you know, allow him to continue to go under the radar. But with the way that scouting is in football these days, that is simply not possible. But yes, if you want him Arsenal, you're going to need to send him a fax if you want to get hold of Yanis Stoika in the weeks and months to come. Now, Granit Xhaka has been spoken about by Mikel Arteta yesterday in his press conference in which he revealed that he could be returning much earlier and ahead of schedule. In fact, the Swiss midfielder did speak to Swiss outlet Blick in which he said to them that he could return to Arsenal within the next three to four weeks, which would mean returning to football before the January window even begins. Now, considering that the initial diagnosis was that he was going to be out for a period of time expected to run into that January window. This is very, very good news for Arsenal, especially considering Thomas Partey and Mohamed Elneny 
are both expected to leave the club in January for the African Cup of Nations. So Xhaka's return is a much, much welcome addition to the side. But it could have the knock-on impact of thinking for Arsenal that they don't then need to go into the market and sign someone. I personally disagree. I think Arsenal need to bring someone in, whether it's just a short-term piece of cover. You could bring an Aaron Ramsey staying on loan for six months. Maybe you look to bring in a Dennis Zakaria early because his contract runs out six months before the end of the season. But Arsenal need to do something still, in my opinion, regarding that winter window because Granit Xhaka is continuing to prove to be uh, a player that, whilst has a lot of quality, is not the be-all and end-all of Arsenal's quality in midfield. So, And I think you know what I mean when I say that. So uh, if we can move on from him, we should probably look to do so as early as possible. But it's great to have him back. Now, final story of the day is the news breaking yesterday evening and afternoon at the most inconsiderate time for a writer. Uh, as it was, that Ralph Ranić is set to become Manchester United's interim head coach for six months before taking up a two-year consultancy role with the club. This is annoyingly sensible, I think is the word I use to describe it in my piece yesterday about this from an Arsenal perspective. Should we be worried as Arsenal fans? Yes, absolutely we should be worried. Ralph Ranić is a very good footballing man. He's a good head coach. He's done it plenty of times before. People have kind of dismissed a little bit of Ralph Ranić, probably out of their own fear of what he could do at Manchester United. But they could have gone down some very, very silly routes. This is not one of those routes they could have done because supposedly Ralph Ranić and the specifics of seeing him at Manchester United uh, for six months is is a big, big positive um, for them. Uh, Black and Blanco in the chat saying the deal is off. I've not seen anything. Can anyone else confirm this? Are we being fooled? If you're fooling me, you're risking a block there, Ralph Ranier. Let's have a look at any news regarding the possibility of this deal being off. I'm not seeing anything in the slightest uh, about the deal being off whatsoever. I'm scrolling down, seeing nothing. Um, cannot quite see anything to suggest that that isn't the case. United Stand are reporting that the deal is off. Let's have a look. We always make sure that we're going to check this stuff. Let's have a look and see if the United Stand have indeed reported to see if the deal is off. I'm not seeing anything. I've got an hour ago a report saying, Morning Reds. I see nothing, Black and Blanco. See if you can find that for me. Send me a link on Twitter if you can find it. Brad Lynch, thank you so much for becoming a member. Really appreciate your support, mate. Hope you enjoy your time here. And I'm sure everyone will give you a warm welcome in the chat box. Um, In regards to... If this is indeed still the thing, uh, and those that are listening on catch up, people are murmurs in the chat box that this deal is not going to be happening. But as far as we can see, it still very much is. Um, do indeed send me a link on Twitter if you can find any evidence to suggest this deal will not be happening, because um, I don't personally see it anywhere. Um, but in in regards to Ralph Ranick becoming their head coach for an interim period of time, he's basically the guy that you know, established German modern footballing style and and the, the super pressing or the uber pressing, I suppose I should say, um, regarding German football uh, and certainly a style that's been adapted and adopted by the likes of Jurgen Klopp, by Julian Nagelsmann and has been part of the big success of German football. And of course, he's very much responsible for the rise of the Red Bull franchise across their European footballing clubs like RB Leipzig and Red Bull Salzburg. He was at Lokomotiv Moscow 
Um, and a lot of people felt that because of that role that he took up this year at the Russian side, that he would be near impossible to move to anywhere else. In fact, a lot of people have written him off as a possible Arteta replacement because of the fact he'd just taken up this role with Locomotive Moscow. It does go to show, and I think, if anything, both the Ranić news and the Antonio Conte news appears to be evidence that we can just assume that these deals can take place, even if all the evidence or all of the likelihood does go against that. Um, no one thought that Conte would move to Spurs. He moved to Spurs. Not many people thought that Ralph Ranić would leave Locomotive Moscow so soon after taking that role. He looks like he's leaving. And the fact that this is a six-month interim coach position with then a two-year consultancy role that could see him work with, who knows, Maurizio Pochettino, Zinedine Zidane. We'll have to wait and see if that does indeed become the case. That is a very, very concerning dynamic for what he could do for their young players, for the project of them moving forwards, for the ruthlessness that he can bring to ensuring progression at Manchester United. And he could be in charge, um, suggesting uh, that there could be uh, the, the option for him to be in the dugout against Arsenal next Thursday. Now, there is a work permit situation that is being worked through at present. That could cause a delay in case he does indeed come in a little bit later. And if that does happen, maybe he won't be in the dugout for the game against us on Thursday. But quite frankly, Arsenal need to focus on themselves. We need to be going to Old Trafford on Thursday with the hope of getting as good of a result as feasibly possible. So without further ado, that does complete the news. And we'll move on now to your questions in the chat box. If you do have any questions, throw them in as soon as possible. And we'll crack on with those. So we will start by going through some of your questions in the chat. Joshua says, what are your thoughts on how good Artemelo is? Should we get him? I assume Artemelo is referring to the Juventus central midfielder, Brazilian, used to play for Barcelona, still quite young in his mid-20s, did really well at Barcelona, and they were a bit shocked to see the club do a swap deal with uh, with Miralim Pjanic. Never really worked out that for them, that deal. To be honest, the deal never worked out for either club. Arta has not really been able to settle at Juventus. He is a very, very talented player. And I think he's, he shouldn't have been sold by Barca. They should have kept hold of him. He was definitely one of the fan favourites when he was at the camp now. Would I be interested in him? I think it would be a, a risk worth taking. I think he's a player that certainly could add something to our midfield in, in a number eight position. Could be the perfect number eight that we've really been looking for in central midfield. Someone that can provide a box-to-box role, offer something in attack and still be disciplined and getting back. I would be interested in that. It would depend on the fee. £29 million has been suggested as a figure, but I'm not sure um, he's on the list of those at Arsenal right now. But that could change very quickly. I've not heard anything specific about him, Barson. You know, loose reports from Italy, uh, which always tends to be a little bit of a uh, a tell that maybe there's not as much truth in it as there is. Uh, Mo Fallis says, what about the UK's new regulations? I don't know. I need to look into it, Mo. I haven't looked into it, mate. I'm sorry. I can't comment on it. Uh, Mitchell says, isn't he just the German Bielsa? As I haven't heard that either, Mitchell, regarding Ralph Rangnick being the German Bielsa, to be honest. I mean, Bielsa is a very, very good coach who's at a very, very restrictive club. So... If he's doing, if he can do what, if, I mean, if you look at how much Leeds have progressed under Bielsa, if Man United progress as much as Leeds have, that's dangerous. That's worrying. So, you know, that's certainly uh, 
that, that's certainly something that's an issue for us. Venkatesh says we want club to start. We want the club to start searching for a potential buyer for Pepe. But is there any feeling around the club, or is there any intent from the club to sell Pepe, or they see Pepe as an Arsenal player even in the future? Look, I've heard nothing regarding Arsenal being open to wanting to thinking about selling. I don't. I've heard nothing on that. However, what I would say is that the links to players like Dejan Kulazewski, like Noah Lang, like Marco Asensio, players that pl can play in those wide positions, especially on the right-hand side, like Asensio and Kulazewski both can and are both left-footed, it does kind of, you know, it leads that thought, that theory, that it's not a far-fetched opinion to have that that may indicate that Pepe could be leaving Arsenal in the near future. I don't think it'll be for the £25 million that I think I would take for him. I think Arsenal would be wanting a hell of a lot more than £25 million for Nicolas Pepe. But if someone came along and said, you can have £25 million, that is what I would ultimately accept for Pepe at this moment in time. Uh, Charles, do you think Arteta should be set to be finishes outside the top six? Yes. Rich says, even if Ranjik is on, is on uh, it's going to take a while for him to get the team up to scratch. United are in shambles right now. Not sure who's the worse than them or Spurs. Look, they won the other night against Villarreal, which is not an easy place to go to the Madrigal and win against Unai Emery's side. I wouldn't underestimate them, is what I would say. I also wouldn't underestimate the immediate impact a new manager or a new head coach can have. Uh, Nick V says, do you think we are playing better with the crowds back at home? I think we're playing better at home, um, that's for sure. But away from home, I think we're still certainly struggling. Or well, the Leicester game, we were really good for 20 minutes and then we held on for the rest of the game. But, uh, you know, away performances do need to improve. The home performances compared to last season, it's night and day, to be honest. We're creating far more chances. We look far more dangerous. We just need to now get consistency in those performances away from home as well. Uh, Zana says, do the spuds drop down from the Europa Vanarama Conference Southern League? I mean, they could do. I'm assuming that's what happened if you finish third in the UEFA Conference League. You must drop down into the UEFA Northern Conference League. Is that is that how it works? I have no idea. Uh, African Theory TV says, Patino is the Arthur Mello type. Maybe we can spend that money elsewhere, which is not a bad shout either. Uh, Brad, did I start? Yep, yeah, effectively. Completely unintentionally, it was, as I said, we've talked about this a number of times, it was a discussion piece about how much myself and Bailey would accept for him. And, you know, the, the other outlets ran with it and didn't do their due, dil due diligence. Manoush says, Tom, I don't know if you have uh, if you have seen the Marseille striker and Bay Diengene. Uh, he is very good. Really think Arsenal should go for him this January. I've not heard of him at all. Um, I'm afraid Manoush, he's someone that I'll certainly have to look into. Um, but uh, if he's doing quite well, I know Marseille are in a bit of a revival under your Jorge Sampaoli, but saying that, didn't have the best of games last night against Galatasaray. Saliba made a mistake that led to a goal as well, which wasn't the best, but uh, he's, he's still a kid and he's still... And this is why I did that piece the other day that says Saliba on his own is not going to be enough for us next season if we're going to move on the lights of holding Marie and Chambers. We need to bring back Saliba and integrate him, but you also may need to bring in an experienced centre-back to provide some, you know, experience to that back line so that's what that whole piece was all about uh, the other day that got so much stick ridiculously people didn't read it um james says are the reports of kse having to pay 750 million dollars to st louis true and will this impact our ability to spend i can't tell you if it is or isn't true because i haven't read the report as of yet i did see a report suggesting that 
it's not the the case isn't going too well for uh, for Stan Kroenke. Will it affect Arsenal's ability to spend? Well, I, it shouldn't do because the KSE has always been very very separate to Arsenal in regards to spending. KSE have never put any money into the club. They have taken money out of the club in terms of, of what is it they call it dividends or consultancy fees or whatever. They've taken a few million quid out. Um, would they take out money in order to cover that side of things? I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. I'll say that. I'm not going to sit here and say they wouldn't do that. But I'd be, I'd still be, I'd, I'd be, you know, I'd, I'd, I would be a bit surprised. I feel like it is very separate, Arsenal, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, there's no way of me being able to sit here and tell you either way with assurances what will happen and whether this will affect Arsenal's ability to spend. Will it affect Arsenal as a selling club? Will uh, will money matter a lot more to Stan Kroenke? Could this situation with St. Louis force him into considering a sale of the club? Who knows? It's purely speculation at this point, um, and that's all that it is. But uh, it's one story that we will certainly have to follow. That is for sure. Uh, let's have a look in the chat box. Scroll up a little bit more. Nico, maybe Arteta is looking for a creative player on the right-hand side like Buendia. I don't think the Buendia thing has gone all that well this season, it's fair to say. Marshall, I think Partey has been a flop. I think that's incredibly harsh. Uh, if S says, Tom, what do you think about Dushan not picking up Arsenal's call? As Fabrizio reported on the Arsenal lounge, I don't want Ars- I don't want a player that doesn't want to come to our mighty club. To be fair, it's his representatives that aren't picking up the phone, less so than him. I think his reps are certainly trying to get the best deal. And there's also rumours that he supposedly already has an agreement with another club behind the scenes. So that might be it. Um, Hovik says, Tom, can I get a birthday shout out? I turn halfway to see. Of course you can. We always have a birthday. Let everyone in the chat box do give Hovik a big happy birthday in the chat. We recognise Hovik's been in the chat box a long time, always giving support to the channel. So throw him support his way and say happy birthday to him. Good morning, Hovik. And I hope you have a great day, sir. Uh, Reggie, Tom, the report is true. You can see it on the ESPN website. I'll give it a read, dear Reggie. Uh, I'll ensure that I give it a read today on my day off. Uh, don't you worry. I will get caught up uh, within my busy, busy day that I've got still today. Um, and says, have I missed it where you reassure us that Ranjit won't put Man United back on track? I'm already on the Conte will implode the Spurs train. Like, I can't give you that same assurance about Ranjit because I think he's a very good footballing man. So I'm afraid I cannot whatsoever give you that same encouragement um i hope i would be able to but i can't and with that we are going to end things up before my voice gets any worse but i'm really getting sick of this i need i don't know what's going on because it's fine i've tried the remedies i've taken the advice of people i start the show with a normal voice and by the end of the show my voice is getting a little bit husky hopefully it sorts itself out within the next week or so um fingers crossed anyway because we've got a lot of stuff to be talking about usually when i do shows in the evening it's fine by the midday it's fine by the 9 30 show to be fair so i don't know what's going on i hope you have a great day not long left no show tomorrow morning don't uh please don't tune in at 8 a.m tomorrow there is no show but there will be a show a little bit later on this afternoon hopefully myself and harris simu will be having a chat ahead of newcastle in the canton and simu show uh and then tomorrow there will be a show straight after the game Um, because I'm not working it. So I'll be able to do one for you guys on the channel straight after the game concludes. Have a fantastic day. Enjoy your Friday. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mate's already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.